1: him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory majesty power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore amen that's a good place to say amen this is interesting because while there are some people we need to stay away from at the same time there are people we need to reach out to reach out to with truth and yet we need to be careful and we need to be wise.
0: Everyone you know is a sinner in need of a savior. Even a devout follower of Satan, someone you would never imagine coming to faith in Christ, is loved by God, and he desires to transform them and bring them into his fold. That's an extreme example, but as Pastor Danny leads us through today's passage, you'll be reminded that your mission as a Jesus follower is to bring others to him. You have to be careful not to fall into a trap of the enemy, but you will have to take some risks to reach the lost. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Jude, verse 20, with today's edition of The Living Word.
1: One of the most fascinating things about this little epistle is the person God chose to pin it. Jude, short for Judas, and of course not Judas Iscariot, Jude was one of the four brothers of Jesus, the children that Joseph and Mary had after Christ. And two gospel writers tell us, about those children. Mark chapter 6 verse 3 gives the names of his uh, brothers as does the gospel of Matthew. What's incredible is none of his brothers believed that he was the Messiah. As a matter of fact, they mocked him. They spoke sarcastically to him about him uh, wanting to be a public figure in the world. What was it that made such a difference in them? Because they all became uh ministers of the gospel first corinthians 9 verse 5 tells us that they even traveled sharing the gospel we know from the book of acts that james uh one of the brothers became uh, a leader in the early church in jerusalem probably senior pastor a lot of scholars believe of the church in jerusalem and that's fascinating because uh, they didn't believe in jesus what made the difference Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, what I received, Paul says, I passed on to you uh, of first importance, that Christ died according to the scriptures, that he was buried according to the scriptures, and that he was raised again the third day according to the scriptures. Folks, that's the gospel. It is the only message that will change somebody's life. It is the only message that will save somebody's soul. It wasn't Jesus' witness in terms of his person that made a difference to his brothers. He was the perfect human being. No, it was his death, burial, and resurrection. That's what made a difference in his brother's lives. That's the only message that'll make a difference in anybody's life in terms of salvation. Romans 1.16. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation. That's why we have to do more than just be nice and, and, and be, uh, good in terms of being like Christ. Uh, no, we have to tell people the gospel. The death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Otherwise, they won't be saved any other way. That's the only message that will save their soul. Only one. Jude intended to write about the salvation that we share, but as he picked up his pen, the Holy Spirit changed his mind. And he tells us, verse 3, although I was very eager to write about the salvation we share, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. Because people had slipped into the church that were not submitted to Christ. They were living immoral lives. They were irreverent. They were selfish. They were grumblers and fault finders because they didn't live by faith. And Jude warns the church about people in the church that don't know Christ, or if they do know Christ, they're not living for Christ. Verse 19, these are the men who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. Remember we mentioned last week, I'll say it again, Jesus said to Peter, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. They would throw the wheat up in the air, the wind would blow the chaff away. So what that meant, practically speaking, is what Satan wanted to do is separate Peter from integral fellowship with genuine, committed Believers, And if he can get us away from the true grain, he's got us. One more verse and then Jude. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. For such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they, flattery they deceive the minds of naive people. Stay away from them. It's very clear. Now back in Jude, verse 20. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore Amen. That's a good place to say amen. Now, This is interesting because while there are some people we need to stay away from, at the same time there are people we need to reach out to, reach out to with truth, and yet we need to be careful and we need to be wise. Three types of people are mentioned in verses 22 and 23. First, uh, be merciful to those who doubt. These are people who are the most likely to respond when we share truth with them, and that's why we deal with with them with great mercy, it's interesting, uh, on the whole, Jesus blasted the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. You read Matthew 23, it's a blistering message. He calls them hypocrites, he calls them snakes. He calls them whitewashed tombs. I mean, blistering, uh, because they were leading people astray, and yet they were religious. But now while he blasted them as a whole, remember John chapter three. It's in that personal encounter with a, a Pharisee, a, a leader named Nicodemus. And Jesus, if you read the encounter, was very merciful. I mean, we get our famous verse, John three sixteen, from that personal encounter with Nicodemus, the woman at the well. I mean, what mercy. Jesus asked her for a drink. She's a Samaritan woman. In that culture, Samaritans and Jews didn't have any dealings with one another. She says, uh, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan, yet you asked me for a drink. And Jesus says, if you knew who was asking you for a drink, you'd ask him for a drink and he'd give you living water. She says, uh, okay, give me this living water. He says, okay, go call your husband first. I don't have a husband. No, you've had five. And the one you're with is not your husband. And he confronts her with Truth. She goes back into the town, says, says to everybody, "I met a guy tells me everything I ever did." And the whole town comes out to hear Jesus. And she gets saved, and the whole town gets saved. Basically, amazing. Jesus knew their heart, and we need to be wise and careful. And there's some, and and, you know, you don't always know, but there's some we treat with special mercy to those who doubt. They're the most susceptible. They're the most likely to respond to the to truth. Then the second is snatch others from the fire and save them. And this is the picture of the person, and they're right over the precipice of hell. And they could go any minute. I think this would include people who are severe drug addicts, alcoholics, because that kind of lifestyle, guess what? They're not going to live a full life. We need to get to them as soon as possible. We need to share the gospel with them. These are people that are outright rebels, and it's obvious to everybody that rebellion. And if they continue on in that That path, that path, they're probably not going to live long. Snatch them from the fire. Get the message of the gospel to them as soon as possible. All of us have probably family members like that. We need to get the gospel to them as fast as we can. And then the third is very interesting. Do others show mercy mixed with fear? hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. In other words, keep our perspective that the one here, the third type, we're looking to reach out to, we need to make sure we're not tempted by whatever sin they're involved in. Whatever it is, it's the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. You see, I've seen people, unfortunately, more than once in 30 years of ministry, that intend to reach out to someone for the Lord, but instead get pulled down by the very person they're looking to lead to Christ. Listen carefully. That's why I'm not at all, and I think scripture backs my conviction up, I'm not at all for missionary dating. Oh, he'll come to church with you. He might even claim to be a Christian, but there's nothing about his life that says that. As a matter of fact, if he's going to take you to bed, there's something wrong.
0: Jude reminds its readers of a common problem of the early church, false teachers. These are people who would come into the church and spread lies or try to add to the gospel message. They didn't follow the simple truth of giving your life to Jesus. They tried to make Christianity their own kind of religion. Does this sound familiar? Sadly, false teachers are still a problem in today's world. People pick and choose which parts of the Bible they like and disregard the rest, creating their own version of following God. Jude's encouragement rings true for all believers now. Fight for the truth. As you follow Jesus, don't be afraid to stand for what's right and turn away from what's wrong. Learn what the Bible says, all of the Bible, and don't let anyone try to steer you away from it. We hope today's message on the living word has been encouraging to you. We'd like to let you know that we're praying for you as you stand for truth. Is there a specific request we could be lifting up to the Lord? If so, please send us an email at info at ccfstpete.church. That's info at ccfstpete.church. If you'd like to listen to more teachings from Pastor Danny, you can do so at our website, ccfstpete.church. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for tuning in to The Living Word.